the common factor is insecurity. And that's the key thing is insecurity makes me relatable, but it keeps me hungry. Mm, It keeps me hungry for attention, for validation. If somebody comes along and says, hey, I like this about you, I'm glue. It's like you're you're, wherever you are, I'm going. I'm fixed. Hi, this is Ndebo. Hey, and this is Eddie. Welcome to Defying South Podcast. This week, we're going through the second half of Defying the Noise of Negative Opinions. Last podcast, we went through um, where it comes from, why are we so susceptible to negative opinions, as well as what sustains the power of other people's opinions in our lives. But this week, we're actually going into, well, what do you do about it? How do we actually begin to change the negative opinions that that we come across? So let's get into it. Well, then let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about how do we do this? How do we get through the noise? You know, how do we push past it? How do we manage it? You know, uh, so that it doesn't immobilize us anymore. I think for me, one yeah. one big way of like I feel like the, the a, a a good realization um, is yes, fine. There is enemies outside, so the enemies outside in this case would be well, you know that people are your enemies, but you know what I mean, like the 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 opinions, the noise of others, right? Enemies in the sense that these are things that make you hesitate when you have to do certain things, right? So there are those outside factors, right, that we can always count on. But I feel like the thing that needs to be conquered first is the inside enemy of self. Because here, you, you can do something about it. This is something that you can begin to manage and to heal, like internally. What little Johnny does does not do. That's not something that you can control. So I feel like in this conversation, it's very important to realize that, well, wait, but I have to deal with myself first. Because I believe that when we change Right when we say, see ourselves correctly, all of a sudden you go back to the office, and yes, you still have the same old boss. Or you go back to school, and yes, there's still that group of friends or that group of cool kids, maybe that are mean to you. But the minute you have like a realization that hey, no, you're not just a nobody. Ah, you actually matter. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, maybe you were teased because uh, somebody thought you were like an orphan and. Uh, nobody cares about you. And they say that's something that you've kind of like always carried, right? And then one day, I don't know, like there's a revelation where somebody says, hey, do you know your the president is your father? You, you, and I mean, I'm kind of like using that dramatic example. But as in, you moved from somebody who thought I'm neglected to whatever, to finding your father who says, do you know I've been looking for you this entire time? So I feel like, Whereas previously, maybe you would have walked with a hunch and with a sense of rejection and where other people's opinions would have really poked at you hard. All of a sudden you hear that, oh, wait, somebody has been looking for me all my life. And not only that, I am the daughter or the son of the president. Like I'm a princess or I'm a prince. I mean, like I'm, I'm like once you transition from that person to this person. Oh my gosh, your walk is going to change. All of a sudden, you go back to school and those kids tease you. Do you think that their jokes and their jabs at you are going to touch you the same way? They won't. 
maybe they, you know, they've been teasing you about how you've been neglected, da da da, and it's hurt before because you actually really believed that yourself first, mm. right? But yeah. now you come back to school the next day and you believe and you know something different. So all of a sudden, when they say those things, they just don't hit you the same way. Correct. Because you can say, you know what? Like in your heart, it's like, well, but that's a lie. Why do you have to say? Like all of a sudden, the, the opinion has become immaterial. Mm-hmm. But in the situation, guess what's changed? Their opinions haven't changed. The thing that's changed is you. Right. And for me, that's the thing. For me, where I'm like, God help me, that I move in a very dramatic way from seeing myself one way to begin to see myself how you see me. Yeah. Right. And we spoke about the whole issue of sonship, like in your, uh, you know, Define the behind. Hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and I'm like, that's episode. so important. Mm-hmm. Like knowing the identity, like who our maker, you know, says we are. And it's a process I know. And, you know, in a sense, like I'm jumping the steps in between. But I'm like, for me, I know that us being able to move from being people that have been shaped by, you know, histories and brokenness. And beginning to find out who this God who makes us, who who's made us, says we are. Mm-hmm. I'm like the minute you know, think about it, like the minute you can grasp this reality. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like a lot of things just lose power. Like a lot of things that mattered, people's voices, people's opinions that are contrary to who, you know, your father, the king, the president, you know, says. You know what I mean? Like these sure. things are just gonna they fall away. So that's why I'm like, I feel like the thing that is so powerful in the process of weakening and you know disarming the power of people's opinions is becoming healed in our sense of identity. Sure. Of course. Yeah, and I think that 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 you're right. I mean, the first step is definitely leaning into what God says about you. Right? But I think the issue of clarifying who you are is crucial. Yeah. Example, um, today I was talking to somebody and just telling them, hey, yeah, I'm building um, a private practice full-time now. And I realized that there's something off about that identity. You know, right now, I'm, I, I perceive myself as somebody who's struggling to build something. And, I, and, I, and in the moment, I'm like, you know what, from now on, I'm going to say I'm running a full-time private practice. Mm-hmm. Right. Because because my identity has to already be clarified yes. that it's not an issue of struggle, it's an issue of completion. It's yes. it's this is who I am. It's yes. it's defined already. Yeah. You know? Um so so starting from there, I find is absolutely right. You're it's it's crucial. Yeah. And I think um uh dealing with those with that internal issue is is definitely the first step. Yeah. Because because beyond identity we also have to go after, you know, hurt. We have to go after yes. after um, disappointment in yes. our past and history. Uh, we have to forgive people. Yes, we have to. We have to get some strategies to deal with our anxiety. Yeah, you know, like when we start to yeah. go through that. Yeah, I mean, I like that because I think what you're doing. So, because you, you know what I'm saying is sort of like the big principle, yeah. the overarching principle. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like the fact that you're now going into. The more granular level yeah. of yes, for sure. You know, we need to move from this side where the Earth people define us to this side where God defines us. But I like that you are now going into the steps of well. But what does that look like? Yeah, right, right. So I, 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 I yeah, I like that. Yeah, and that's 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 all what that includes. Um, mm-hmm. It's doing our own work and getting ourselves free mm-hmm. from ourselves. 
Yeah. You know, um, uh, those things that defined us, they're, they're not there anymore. Yeah. You know, grandma is no longer there trying to destroy you. Mm-mm. You're an adult. You know, um, uh, the, the pain and hurt was then. Yeah. Like, you have a future that you have you to build to into. And you have yeah. to shape. Uh, so, so doing the work um, uh, to clarify that, I think, is, is very, very important. So, I mean, you're talking about the need to do some deep introspection. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, I mean, it's sometimes, you know, these issues, but I guess to the level to which we never really sit down to understand that, wait, but why is it that I always feel like this when I have to, you know, let's say, you know, go out and do something? Why? Why is there this hesitation? And I mean, I like even an example that you were saying is that, oh, wait, I remember when this thing became set in my identity was when I was in fifth grade and I tried to do this and then things just fell apart. Yeah. And since then, I've just been carrying this nervousness about going back up on stage because I always remember that moment when I failed so badly in front of everyone and Mm -hmm. I never want to see that again. So then in that case, well, that's very important to go back to that place, Mm -hmm. right? Visit that place again and begin to release yourself from that incident that happened to you when you were five. Yeah. You know, so yeah, for sure it was embarrassing, but it's like, well, do I want to forever be stuck at 1990, you know, 1990? Right. You know, um, or do I want to journey past that little boy, little girl who was hurt and embarrassed? And do I want to become, you know, different? Yeah. I think that's really important to go it back is. to those places. It is. Yeah. And and obviously it's a process you can engage on your own, uh, but it's also a process you can engage with people that you trust and people that are wiser than you and, and older than you, right? Um, as well as a therapist and, you know, professional services that can. So it's like everyone's different and yeah. everybody has different yes. layers of that that, yeah. that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's possible to get that behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then move into a noiseless, yeah. <laughs> internal, noiseless life. Yeah. I think to- definitely talking helps because, it, like, for example, as you're saying, you know, a therapist, you know, somebody who you know, is wise, is full of wisdom and just being able to talk through issues like that in itself, like begins to break us out of, you know, stuck places where we stuck and we begin, it can give us an opportunity to begin to understand ourselves better and to not just remain there. Right. You know, um, and I'm sort of like, I'm like, I like that because, you know, I have some friends who have now like started to engage in doing therapy and, you know, they're also saying, man, like just talking to this person and obviously having somebody who has knowledge to kind of like guide me in their questions, you know, has really helped me to become more illuminated. And I feel like I'm beginning to heal from certain things and I'm beginning to understand certain things better. And because I understand the issue better, I feel like I can step out of it. Mm. Right. So I think that's definitely like, a, you can be a very useful, very powerful tool, mm-hmm. you know, using a therapist or, you know, a, you know, a mentor who has the ability where, you know, somebody that you connect to and that you feel like you can begin to allow them to ask you questions and to help you go into those deep, yeah. dark, painful places. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've 
been talking about defying the noise of opinions in our lives and something that's important to Ntibo and I is how that shows up in our parenting. It's important that we can overcome the noise that makes us insecure in our parenting. So we have a set of initiatives coming up that we want to make sure you know about. You can go over to apfamilycounseling.com. AP as an anchor point, familycounseling.com slash noise. And you'll learn about some of the initiatives that we have coming up specifically for parents. We'll be doing a Facebook group soon. Uh, there'll be some live coaching calls and opportunity to participate in that happening. Um, and there'll be free resources, um, handouts, email templates, all to help decrease the noise so that you can increase your confidence in your parenting. Well, I hope you'll check it out. So let's get back into this episode. So um, I'd, I'd like us to push into the outside, right? Uh, so, so how do I deal with the noise on the outside and how, the actual opinions that are making me insecure, that are making me stuck? Um, so, you know, I have a couple thoughts about that as well. One, first and foremost, you just got to get rid of toxic people got to get rid and this is how you define toxic people this is how you how you identify it these are the people that that don't just make you feel bad about what you do but they kind of make you feel bad about who you are mm-hmm. right those are the those are the folks that are attacking who you are and and it's it's kind of hard to um to be comfortable in your own skin yeah right because Random. because of those because of their opinions i think I think there's um, there's a certain level of this where we just can't be nice. Yeah, for your own sake. Right, right, and yeah. just just have to say, hey, I appreciate it, but I'm not going to subscribe to that email list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to be a no part <laughs> of 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 the world anymore. Yes. Like I, I don't want to be a part of that. So, mm-hmm. so we're done. You know, I think I think that's probably one of the first and hardest yeah and i think the other thing is because so here's the thing right that like how do you learn patience right is exposing your situations to yourself to situations that require you to have to sit and wait so i believe that there's something that is so powerful about action right because yes, all of, you know, and there's different things that help us to move forward, right? You know, so some of the things that we've spoken about, but I think another powerful thing is saying, um, "I'm not doing this," you know, even talking about myself, "I'm not doing this podcast thing because there's no fear and there's no second thoughts about, oh my gosh, what, what am I doing here?" <laughs> yeah. But it's like I'm doing it in spite of those feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I recognize that I have those feelings. But guess what? I'm going to move past those feelings yeah. and I'm going to do it. Correct. And I believe that that is something that will also help us to conquer people's opinions. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, oh, that person, man, I don't want them to look at me funny. But you know what? No, the day has come. I'm going to do it regardless of what I feel like that person might or might not do. Right. That's good. So there's something so powerful about just moving ahead despite the feelings. Correct. But letting the principles, letting, you know, the thing that needs to be done to just be done. Correct. 
and and dealing with it. I mean, yep. I love the again, you know the scripture, do not be unequally yoked. Yeah. You know, um and that's what being connected to a toxic person is like. Yeah. It's you trying to get out of a bucket and they're pulling you back down. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is when you break when 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 a yoke is broken, it's not it doesn't disappear. It's just broken into pieces, into fragments. And the issue now is I have to deal with the fragments of it. I have to deal with the memories. I have to deal with the desires, the prompts, you know, mm-hmm. to go back and and to and to be back in that environment. And that's a part of dealing with it. That's mm-hmm. the a, a part is dealing with the fragments of the of of that broken relationship, mm-hmm. that that relationship that you've that you've cut off. Um, and so so the next stage of it is just dealing with the chunks of of what that relationship brought. Mm-hmm. You get through it, you know. It's 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 over after a while, um, but it's the issue of just gritting your teeth and saying, yeah, I've, "I'm do doing it. it. I'm done." Yeah, mm-hmm. because you know, it's I don't believe that the people that do act is that they are without fear. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, you know, part of you know that is that they have just chosen to silence the fear. And to say, you know what, I'm I'm going to go ahead and do it regardless of how I feel. Right. And over time, like the more and more we do that, some of these things just fall away and they no longer become a factor. Correct. But the action is in itself like a very powerful weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, just to reiterate what you said earlier, a part of what no longer makes it a factor is the fact that you've changed. Yeah. Is the fact oh, yes. that your identity is different now. Yes. It just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit. It doesn't feel right it's not Mm -hmm. natural you know uh because i've changed yeah and i've given myself now the room to do it Mm -hmm. without the toxicity of of that relationship yeah you know i think the other thing that's important is not just like a very superficial thing of saying oh well you know i don't care what you say Uh, yeah because you could say that but deep down there really is no transition that has Mm. happened so it's for me, it's more than that. It's not like just an emotional, like a flippant emotional, oh, well, I don't care about what you say and I'm just going to go do it. No, I believe that it has to be a real transaction where you say, like, honestly to yourself, that is not even to say that I don't care about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yes, you know, um, I didn't necessarily miraculously wake up and I'm like this completely different person. Why did I say, yeah, you know, I'm still feeling a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to go ahead and do it because I want to free myself. Yeah. Right. You know, from being a slave to, you know, what other people think mm-hmm. rather than going ahead and doing the things that have been placed upon my heart and that need to be done. Yeah. Excellent. You know, I think that's, that's, that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other reason, so, and I guess I could have mentioned this earlier, it's just, I'm like, but why? And this is the question that, you know, even as we're talking about going back and digging deep into, like, why are we even here? And the other question is, like, why is it that we're looking for validation from people? Hmm. Because instead of your opinion and, and me almost wanting your, your, your positive opinion is because in a sense, I'm saying, I want you to validate me. And that's the thing to face. Like, why am I looking to be validated by you? Hmm. You know, am I looking at the right place? Right. For validation. Right. Right. Because that's the thing that can also break us. We're looking for validation from the wrong places. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and those become the things that have become very toxic and Mm -hmm. actually end up breaking us Mm -hmm. rather than affirming us. Yeah. 
you know. Um, and obviously, the first place we look for validations from God because He's the one who knows us. Of course. And this is a part where also the health relationships are important because inside of health relationships, you'll be affirmed in the right way. You know, I mean, nobody's an island, you know. Um, and it's I I think you know I like I'd be even careful to kind of like dramatically say, well, I just don't care about what anybody says. You know, because there's a level where I'm like, that could be unhealthy. So, like, as your wife, yes, no, I do care about what you say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think there's a part where surrounding ourselves with people, as you're saying, not being unequally yoked, like people that share the same principles as us, it can create a place of safety where when I come to you, you know, then there's a level, a measure of safety that things that you say will be helping me right, you know, along the right path, mm-hmm. you know, will be very, so even when I receive a no from you, like, you know what I mean? Like we're inside of like space of healthy relationships, like the no doesn't become a thing about <gasps> like, oh no, you don't want to be my friend. It can be received correctly. Right. Right. Because the safe place where in other parts you have affirmed me and you've been the person to say, no, babe, go ahead and do it. Yeah. And you have been the voice that agreed with the voice of God that I heard inside of me. It's like, no, go ahead and do it. So when you turn and say, oh, no, don't do it, it doesn't become like a identity rejection thing. Sure. But I'm also able to hear it correctly. Right. So that's why the healing is so important because it also helps us to hear now the, you know, out, the feedback from outside correctly. Mm-hmm. So even when you're being nasty, I'm able to like hear you and not matter. And I'm like, okay. Right. Thanks. And then I just move on. Yeah, correct. You know, because why I'm healed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that that's that's good. Uh, you know, validation is is very often and a lot of people have it's that's their love language. That's their way of being filled back up. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, but the core issue is that am I getting it from the right sources? Yeah. Um and so, you know, I've done I'm doing, you know, def, the, the seeing several clients that that um have cheated on their wives and been very unfaithful and all this different stuff very um interesting is that the common factor is insecurity is this need uh and and that's the key thing insecurity um and that's the thing one one client realized insecurity makes me relatable but it keeps me hungry it keeps me hungry for attention for validation if somebody comes along and says, "Hey, I like this about you," I'm glued. Wow. It's like you're because you're you just I, wherever you are. I'm going. Oh, I'm wow. fixed. You know. So so that's that's a key issue, and that's why again you want to do that work internally, mm. and 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 address the insecurity and address the low self esteem. Mm. Keeps you hungry. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Okay. So <laughs> mic drop. Though that's like a thought to ponder on, but yeah, for yeah. next time. It's wow. a good one. So um can I can I talk about one more thing? Okay. Because what I've noticed as well with opinions is sometimes the opinion that we struggle with is one that we can't get away from. So this is okay, marriages. Right. right? Okay. This is marriages, um parents, mm-hmm. uh grandparents, uh siblings. You know, these are these are people that you have no choice now. Like you're you're in a relationship with them. Uh and you mean you and, don't have a choice in the sense that yeah, well they they yeah, they you are in a relationship with them. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. And now you have to you have to manage that. So one of the key things that, that I keep in mind here is is a filtra- filtration system. 
Okay. You know, um, the issue now is how do I have life and how do I build life with, with, the, with these people whose opinions are not the best, but set up. It's, it's almost like, you know, when you're, when you're in an airport mm-hmm. and before you enter a new country, you have to go talk to the um, Custo, cust- uh, yeah, customs custom officer. Offices. Well, it's customs and... Uh, well, it's an immig- officer. They, yeah, it's a guy who stamps a piece of paper and says, yeah, access or deny. Offices, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's the key thing is we have to set up like these gates in our heart mm-hmm. where words come and before they even enter my heart or mind, they go through this this assessment. Mm-hmm. And I have to assess, is this something I want to take or not? Yeah. And sometimes I deny it. Nope. I'm not going to receive what you just said. I'm not going to let it affect me. Yeah. I'm not going to even accept it yeah. into my world. And I think it's not even like a thing of saying, oh, well, I'm not taking that. I mm-hmm. think it's a more internal posture. It is a Right. It's posture, not necessarily sure. a thing of me saying in your face, oh, please, no, thank you. Yeah. But it's a thing where I could let you talk. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and then I'm like, okay, and then I walk away and I'm like, erase all of that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> undo, erase, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. and that's important, mm-hmm. right? Because you have to lighten your load, some things just must not enter, correct, like must not sit and become stored inside mm-hmm. of you, you know. And obviously, it's a thing we have to learn over time, but it's like, no, yeah, it takes time to learn because what it takes is an acceptance that. That the these people that you're in a close relationship with um, uh, maybe cannot stand shoulder to shoulder with you, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you're not the the support systems that you've always wanted or needed. You know, you have to accept that first, and then you can get to a place where you're going to accept and deny. And look, tell the truth be told, there can be and and perhaps will be initiatives where you can go back and get them to a healthy place. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that for you. You can't get them healthy um, for your sake. You have the, If you're going to help them get healthy, it has to be for them. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah. And, and I think we will address dealing with toxic family members. Yeah. But nevertheless, I think some of, some of our people have opinions that are hurting them mm-hmm. in their marriages. You know, um, or in their, you know, other family, family members, or other people they yeah. can't get away from, and mm-hmm. just have to set up a system for that. That's, anyways, I like as we're talking. All right, anyway, so there's this quote that we is often incorrectly attributed to Nelson Mandela, but it's actually from Marianne Will- Williamson, and it's a very, I think it's a very popular one. But that's the one that says our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's one of those things that, yeah, like makes you want to gaze in and be cured of, (laughs) you know, things like this. Yeah. You know, like letting people's opinions stop you from stepping into the fullness of who God has created you to be. That's excellent. Yeah. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in to this week's episode of Defying Self Podcast. Uh, we want to encourage you to continue to head over to our website, defyingself.com. Click on this week's episode and leave your thoughts, uh, leave your comments. What would you add to this week's discussion? 
And I want to encourage you to tune back in. In a couple weeks, we're going to begin a conversation on defying the fear of getting started. Really looking forward to that one. All right. Thanks, guys.